0: Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to another episode of the Musafir. Today we're going to be speaking about a great saint of Allah named Sultan Ibrahim bin Adham. And now you might be wondering why I called him Sultan. Why didn't I call him Shaykh or Ustad? Because typically when we're speaking of a saint of God, we call him Shaykh, we call him Allama, we call him Mawlana. Ustad, Bir Murshid You don't often hear the word Sultan However the reason I called this saint of Allah Sultan Ibrahim bin Adham Is because he was indeed a Sultan, he was a king A very rich, famous, powerful king of the region of Balkh And he was a very, very well-known uh, king and, Uh, Perhaps for the wrong reasons, because he lived a very materialistic life and um, he was quite well known for it But as I've mentioned in the past that divine inspiration can enter the heart of any person at any time whenever God wills and we've learned that from stories of people such as uh, Sheikh Hudayl bin Iyad and Sheik Bishr Al-Hafi May Allah be well pleased with them And, and many others like them as well and Sultan Ibrahim bin Adham is no different because he went on to become a great great saint of Allah, a very great beloved man of Allah who was loved by Allah so much that he attained stations of spirituality that we cannot comprehend quite so easily. Now Sultan Ibrahim bin Adham as I mentioned was a great king and he However, did live a heedless life, uh, one could say uh, because he was not quite attached to his religion as he or one should be and may Allah guide us all. But one day he was sleeping um, in his room and he heard somebody walking on his roof. He heard somebody stomping around on his roof and this was quite peculiar because he was a king and there were guards and soldiers and, and uh, workers all around So there was no way that an intruder could enter the, the place So it was really, really peculiar and it woke the king up And Sultan Ibrahim bin Atam said, who's there? Who's on my roof? And a man responded and said, um, it's me And Sultan Ibrahim bin Atam said, what are you doing over there? what are you doing over there and uh, and he could see him and he said why why are you on my roof and he was quite irritated and the man responded Ibrahim I am here because I'm searching for my camel I lost my camel so I'm searching for it on your roof and this made um, Sultan Ibrahim bin Adam very angry for a couple of reasons one As a Sultan, as a king, he was not used to being referred to as Ibrahim by his first name People would call him Sultan And that was the norm He wasn't used to people calling him or referring to him by his first name So he was already irritated by the fact that in the middle of the night there's a man on his roof stomping around Now he's also irritated by the fact that he was rudely referred to by his first name And To add to that, he is irritated by the ridiculous claim of this man And he says, are you crazy? Who looks for a camel on the roof? How on earth could a camel go up so many uh, stories and be on a roof? This is the last place you should look for a camel Are you out of your mind? And the man responds, again, saying, Ibrahim by some miracle I might be able to find my camel on this roof. But the way you're living your life sitting on that throne of yours with jewels and gold there's no way you're going to find God. And that really struck Sultan Ibrahim bin Adham. And let's let's repeat that statement. The man said Ibrahim By some miracle, I have a chance of finding my camel on this roof of this palace. But you have no chance of finding God from the way you're living your life, sitting on that golden throne of yours. And this struck Sultan Ibrahim bin Adham's heart so deeply. And as soon as that man said that, he disappeared and he was no longer to be found. And keep in mind that it was already peculiar enough that that man could have reached that place. So, Allahu alam God knows best what happened and this divine inspiration, how it came about. Now, a couple more things happened and more uh, This the heart of Sultan Ibrahim bin Adham was going through these divine changes by the inspiration it was receiving and the indication and the inclination it was it was getting towards Allah by moving him away from the heedless life that he was living. Despite being a very rich and powerful king, he was getting pulled towards the spiritual side of the heart and he ended up repenting for everything and he gave up his kingdom. Now ask yourself, who in today's day and age, a prime minister, a king, a president would willingly without any reason give up his power? would step down for absolutely no reason other than the fact that they want to change their life and get closer to Allah. It's very rare, but Sultan Ibrahim bin Adham did that. He gave up his kingdom and he was a very rich king, mind you. He gave up his throne just from this one encounter that inspired him so deeply to become closer to Allah and to find Allah. And he went out with his golden robes, with Jewels sewn into them This robe alone and his crown alone probably worth more than Anything we could imagine He goes out and he finds a man A darwish, a poor shepherd perhaps With really tattered clothes and ripped garments And he takes off his crown and his robes and he gives it to him And he says take this Just give me what you're wearing in, in exchange And of course that man the poor man was uh, ecstatic He just received a fortune beyond uh, we can even understand like I mentioned And he exchanged the clothes and now this king of Balkh The king of Balch, walks away from the throne wearing nothing but Woollen clothes with tear, torn and tattered In a torn and tattered condition So just imagine this 180 degree flip that took place in the life of Sultan Ibrahim ibn Adam. He went from being a Sultan in the worldly sense, a king, to being a Sultan in the spiritual sense. He went on to become a great saint of Allah, a wali. He became a great wali from amongst the from awliya. And he went on to become and achieve such great stations of spirituality that he is mentioned to this day. And you can read about him in books such as al Awliya And one day, sometime later, a man came to him And he, when his reputation as uh, a saint of Allah had become more well known A man came to him and said, Ya Ibrahim bin Adham, Ya sheikh, Ya Ustad I am somebody who struggles with sin I sin a lot, I can't stop sinning So what should I do? And As I've mentioned before, the words of the saints, although they might sound very similar to the words of an ordinary man like myself or the listeners, their words carry a certain weight that cannot quite be equated with what we say. They might say the same thing, but it has a different effect. So what Sultan Ibrahim bin Adham said to this man who said, I struggle with sinning, he said, all right, keep sinning if you like. However, don't eat from the food of Allah or the water or the drinks of Allah You may, you may continue to sin, but just don't eat the food that Allah uh, has created And don't drink the water that Allah has created And don't drink the, the, the beverage uh, beverages or any sort, form of sustenance, solid or liquid that Allah has created And the man replied and said, Ya yeah, Sheikh, that's impossible, I'll die Do you have any other advice for me? So Sultan Ibrahim said, okay, then carry on sinning But if you can't give up food and water, then don't sin You can sin, but just don't sin on the land of Allah Don't sin on any land that is created by God And the man said, this is even harder than the first condition or advice you gave me Because all land is created by Allah All land is created by Allah So Ibrahim bin Adham, may Allah be well pleased with him, said okay You can't do that either, so then at least don't sin while God can see you. Sin otherwise, but at least have the shame of not sinning while God can see you. And the man was hysterical, he said to me, Sheikh, God can see everything. (laughs) So how can I sin when God can't see me, when he can see me at all times? And Sultan Ibrahim bin Adham said, okay. then." fine, you can sin while eating God's food, you can sin while living on God's land, you can sin while God can see you, but when the angel of death comes, tell him to wait some while so you can repent before he takes your soul. And the man was at this point saying, I, that's impossible, Malak al maut Azrael, will not wait for me. He will take my life when it's written by God. And Sultan Ibrahim bin Adham said, you're right. And, and the message was clear and received to this man that, We're guests here. We're musafir here. We're travelers here. We eat from the food of Allah. We drink from the drinks of Allah. We live on the land of Allah. We're always in the sight of Allah. And the angel of death always obeys Allah. So this message was loud and clear to the man who was receiving it and he went on to never sin again. So this is just one brief introduction to the great saint of Allah, the king who went on to become a derweish, a man of God, Sultan Ibrahim bin Adam.